Hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Archives for episode 13, the luckiest episode. My God. Jesus. (laughs) My name's Owen. I'm the Dungeon Master for our campaign, The Tyranny of Dragons. However, this campaign is all about the players who will introduce themselves and their characters right now. Uh, Hey, guys. My name's Simon. I'm uh, playing the lovely uh, character of Wiltix, the uh, gnome man. Uh, Small, feisty, uh, likes to go out and venture and explore and... uh, yeah, looking forward to getting to delve more into the world. Hi guys, my name's Claire. I'm playing Mira, the Dragonborn Sorcerer. Uh, and she's uh, not feisty, uh, She's a, but she's very organised and very sincere. Uh, and she's also looking forward to exploring the world a bit more too. Hmm. Hey guys, I'm Andrew. I'm playing Azure Lightheart, uh, our uh, heavenly... Protector Monk, uh, great on the outside, not so good. Well, we're not so sure on the inside. The inside is shadowy. A bit Come shadowy. on, a bit of <laughs> let, yeah. let, me have, let me have some mystery. Um, found a brother on an adventure. It's uh, it's all looking good. We'll see where I go to next. Hi there, guys. I'm Jared. I'm playing the character of Emmerich, who's a lovable uh, paladin boy. Um, he's got a big, he's got a few scars, he's got a few, uh, scars emotionally as well from his past. And he is currently winning everything that he's doing. He's winning in drinking, he's winning in battles, he's winning in everything. It's been awesome. And I'm going to pass it back to Owen. <laughs> Thank you. Like um, I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, Andrew, your, your, um, description, like lovely on the outside and dark on the inside sounds like a delicious chocolatey treat. Um, and now I'm really hungry for something. Like, I'm really am, starting to crave some mochi or something like that. I like a Mars bar. Oh, cool. on the outside, gooey on the inside. Mars bar's good too. Um, <laughs> thank you for those of you who are joining us live. Hello there. Um, feel free to chat. I know we've got um, Simon and Jared will be, be watching the chat dur- uh, during the, the stream and we'll keep an eye out if you guys want to talk to us during the thing. So, yeah, please feel free to, to shout out and have a chat to us. Um, if you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, listening to it on the podcast, thank you so much for joining us for episode 13 and for sticking with us for, um, what would that be? Like 66 more hours of, uh, of this podcast if you add up the total number of episodes. So that is, that's, an, that's an effort. Thank you so much for, uh, for joining us. And I hope you've enjoyed every, every second of it. Um, I know we've enjoyed every second of making it, so thank you so much. Um, yeah, for those of you who've been giving us the love on uh, on the Twits and on... Um, that's what it's called now. That's called the Twits. Uh, and Facebook. <laughs> thank you so much. Shh. Quiet. Um, that is accurate. Of, that's accurate. Anyone who speaks back gets disadvantage. Um, so okay. <laughs> have so we been much. getting a lot of um, exposure on those platforms? We have. We had some lovely, um, some lovely people, like basically giving us shout outs which was really really nice um so thank you so much guys um so so lovely and uh, there's been a few little discord groups that um i've been sort of watching who've been chatting around and i think we'll have a few people pop in from those groups which is really really lovely uh, I'm sorry we missed the Subnautica live stream on Sunday. Um, I have a new puppy called uh, called Lumi, who you might have seen last stream. She is gorgeous and wonderful, but a puppy, uh, and so she requires quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of care and attention. Um, so I am sorry that we missed the live stream. Unfortunately, um, her needs her needs beat the needs of uh, Subnautica. So Jared and I will jump back into the multiplayer at some point. Uh, we're probably getting to the end of that particular. Um, particular adventure the multiplayer yeah. subnautica at least until a more stable build comes out of, there's uh, only of so the much you can do in that build 
yeah so when when a more stable build comes out we might jump back in but for the moment i think we might be wrapping that up um we will be looking at doing some other multiplayer games um we'll let you know about that in the future and uh, some of these other guys might be joining me as well um yes. i was thinking we might do a yeah. jackbox night sometime oh, if anyone's yes. keen for a hell jackbox yes, hell night. yes 100 <laughs> percent. i'm keen for that and the best thing is like if we don't have too many people you can actually bring people in from the chat as exactly. well exactly yeah so i'd love to have some people from chat jump in as well hell yes um uh, otherwise, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is coming up, and I will be doing a playthrough of that as well, which I'll chuck up on Twitch and on YouTube. Uh, I probably won't put that on the podcast because that would be incredibly boring to listen to. Yeah. Me just going like, oh, uh, oh, I'm dead again. Damn it, I'm dead again. All right, let me go back and try that again. Um, but yeah, that's because you would have to describe everything that you're doing. It'd be good practice detail. as a DM. It'd be really good practice as a DM for describing stuff. Because um, every so often, I think I, I worry that I'm getting a bit lazy with my descriptions, and I, I try to be more. Um, more practice one of the things i've started doing is listening to the audio descriptions of things so if you've got a vision impairment you can turn on an audio description of what you're watching um and some of those audio descriptions are amazing so i, I rewatched some of game of thrones with the audio descriptions on to get a bit of practice good lord it's good inspiration holy crap um so any dms out there if you want to get some get some uh, practice and, and some hints on how to describe stuff literally just turn on the vision impairment settings on um on any of the tv shows that you love uh, I'd recommend a fantasy one, and you get some really good descriptive um, descriptive terms, basically of what's happening on screen, and it's so seamlessly done with the dialogue. Um, that's my pro tip. I'm probably giving away like really like the only thing that I have that puts me above other DMs, but I'm sharing scary. Um, that's it from me. Does anyone have any news, or should we jump into the campaign? I think we jump in. Yeah, jump in. Let's go. Fantastic. So we, with episode 12, the last episode, we reached the end of a little chapter and we're now starting to move into a new session, a new series of the of the Horde of the Dragon Queen. Now, our journey has been following the escapades of the Tempest Adventuring Guild from the League of Adventurers based in the merchant city of Oxenfurt. Mira, Azua, Emric, and Wiltix, along with Leosin, have returned to the city after a mission took them to the town of Greennest, where they discovered a group known as the Order of the Dragon was seeking to bring Tiamat, an evil betrayer god, back into the world. The party were gifted the Night Hall, uh, a manor uh, by the governor of Greennest, as thanks for their efforts, and the Tempest Guild have set about the process of making this their new home and guild hall. After reporting back to the League of Adventurers, the party interviewed some applicants for roles within the guild. Now they had a location, our party were ready to establish a base and a business to earn some extra revenue, while they continued their investigation of the Order. Leosin, the brother of Azua, has been appointed the role of steward, and he has taken on the role of helping establish the new guild hall and train the new hirelings in their duties. Meanwhile, our heroes bought some, uh, some magic beans, hid some stolen dragon eggs in the basement, and claimed their new rooms. We rejoin the party after a few days of rest and downtime. While Leosin has performed his stewardly duties, what have our heroes been up to? Starting with Mira, what has Mira been up to in the last two to three days? Okay. Um, yeah, take us through. Okay, Mira's done a couple things. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> first thing she would have done was rearrange her room so that it was in perfect order. Perfect. Order. Fantastic. <laughs> little study area, little bedroom area, wardrobe, everything. Blues and silvers, blues and blues, silvers and reds everywhere. Are you uh, going to do a two face thing where you split the room down the middle and? Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not. No, no. Everything. She's more like Poirot. She's just very. Everything has to be geometrically aligned. Everything in its ah, place. I yeah. love the reference. Classic Agatha Christie. Thank you. Thank you very much. Wow. 
Yeah, so that's her Gracels. Fantastic. Uh, and then she will also do a bit of um, a bit of PR. You know, she's she's mm. PR for the guild, so she'd like make some flyers, she'd make some banners and some flags, and hang the flags up, you know, outside the front door, so that the branding, oh. so people know that this is Tempest Guild, and you know, she'd advertise a little bit. She'd get like a little yeah. pin of uniform for the for the hirelings, maybe. Yeah, she'd do a little oh, PR. Can you, can you describe the uniform for me? That sounds amazing. Oh, oh, okay. Well, well, let's have a think. Well, I discuss it with the others, of course. We'd go to a, you know, we'd go, to a, we'd have an agenda, we'd have a, we'd have yeah. a meeting of the board, and we'd decide. Yeah. We're going to need some forms signed in triplicate. Yes, um. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Be written down in the minutes. You're going to need to appoint a middle manager of uh, uniforms for this as well. Do you oh. actually have any uniforms, like any ideas? I do. Ooh. Oh, oh hey. <laughs> so organized. Take this All right, we, we we will jump back. We'll jump back to the uniforms once we've gone through everyone's yeah. stuff because I do uh, I do want to touch on that. And I got that one more awesome. thing. I got one oh, more thing. Lay it on me. Lay it yeah, on me. The actual serious one. She's going to. She's having. Okay. She, so I and Mira have had a long think about these dragon eggs. <laughs> mm-hmm. What Mira's going to do is she's a networking girl. Okay, so she's going to just kind of. Send out like in the paper at the university, just or in the guilds, just really subtle um, in the classifieds. She's going to put out a little classified ad saying, "Wanted people interested in hands-on experience of dragons. Mad okay. only apply. Mad and, only apply. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to get you to and roll me, and it won't be to the Tempest Guild." It will be to like a private address, so it's not associated. But she's trying. Okay. What she's trying to do is she's trying to find Hagrid. She's trying to find okay. someone. <laughs> I, I did wonder. Can I get you to roll me two two dice? So the first one is going to be a performance check for your flyers and your PR. I want to know how effective it's been. Performance. Nine. Nine. Um. I mean, My yeah, you, your posters. <laughs> yeah, we're not called high rollers. Uh, that's a different group. Um, so your your uh, posters that you make up are, are reasonably like you look at them and you think, yeah, like it's not the best painting I've ever done, but this is good. Like this this will do. Uh, and you hang them up all over town. Um, you make some flyers up, and again you, you look at you are like, oh, uh, the font's a little bit big at some points, and that's almost too small to read. But nah, it'll be fine. Like they'll be okay. Um, and you send out the flyers. Uh, what sort of things are you putting on these? Just so that I know what reaction the public are going to have to them. What sort of... Um, is it basically just like Tempest Guild have saved the day once more? Hail to the Tempest Guild? Or are we looking at... I think, yeah, it would be kind of... Uh, because, you know, she would have been all about the... Um, uh, what do they call it? When you advertise for country. You know, very unfairly. Uh, propaganda. Propaganda. Yeah, she would have been like, like okay. <laughs> yeah, she would have been all into that. Like, oh my god, Emric needs you. <laughs> yeah, Emric <laughs> needs you. Things like that. You know. Uh, okay, oh. so the reaction from the public is, who who, who the fuck is Emric? <laughs> Wait, am I actually just... on the poster? <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, that's canon like, now. People's faces and just like yeah. the face of Tempest Guild, the adventurers for you. You know, stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> 
So I think um I love the idea that like yeah there's like Emric needs you um there's one for Azur which is like find your inner light with the oh, tempest guild. Oh. Uh, hold on and freaking Emric uh, it was like tending to like children and teaching them like very stock photo ish. Yeah. <laughs> like you're yeah. leaning over a computer and, um, like, and you're like showing, showing and you're pointing at things and you're helping the kids out. <laughs> Will Six is there like patting tomboy looking like a Bond villain. Um, love it. And then the. <laughs> <laughs> Patting the cat from last episode. Mira could um, be in the library. Holding uh, maybe, book. maybe, maybe mirrors is like. Um, there's two sides to every story. Like, come here, ours. Uh, but yeah, like classic Pia. I'm not in marketing. Um, <laughs> if it's not obvious. Um, cl- yeah, classic. I'll work on it. I'll work um, on it. I'll do some classic posters. meme Pia. Uh, maybe this explains why it's a nine. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah, exactly, right. it's not that great. <laughs> it's exactly what I described. It's just like really like average, untrained marketing. Um, actually, no, a, a nine's only just below average, so it's okay. Like it's pretty good. Yeah. It's average marketing. Um, yeah, like the response from the public is mostly, who? Uh, like, oh, that's who are these guys? Like, that's cool, but but who are these people? Um, <laughs> and because there's no sort of like telling people what to do with the information, they're just like. Noted. <laughs> um, there's no like call to action or anything like that. So they're just like, cool. Like, that's good to know. <laughs> and then carry on with my life. Um, fantastic. Mira, can I also please have you roll me a persuasion check? And this is for your uh, declassified ad. You're, you're in the classified section. <laughs> better at this. Please don't be at night. Oh, 21. Oh, okay. Yes. Wow. Um, we, we will come back to that at the end of, uh, at the end of everyone's two three days because after two three days you have someone respond to your ad uh all righty fabian do me a bit uh wiltix i was thinking of fabian actually Uh, you're gonna appoint fabian as your well yeah yeah. so i should um i probably should say before we go any further so so you guys have actually picked the two people you would like to have on as your skilled and unskilled i think everyone voted i think everyone voted the same yeah so from the sounds of it um, Howls Under the Earth, the Tabaxi, uh, the woman Tabaxi, who was a yep. blacksmith and had some uh, had some uh, background in tinkering and, and in artificing. She is your skilled hireling. Yep. And then Fabian de Mobre, uh was your unskilled hireling. Um, and it sounds like you appointed him out of pity because of his divorce rather than... Uh, I wouldn't say so much. His pity. No, his I'd voice. Like, That's like why we picked him. Yeah, right. that and he provides a bit of comic relief. Yeah, I mean, that, that voice does hurt my throat to do for I'll long honest, periods of time. Like, so I will uh, thank you for that. Uh, I'll get you some strepsils. You'll be right. The orc probably would have been more useful because it's a big orc, and if he had any like problems, she could just smack him. But like Fabian, um, just had to pick him. I love him. I love his character. Well, um, I do have some. I do have some good news. You guys get two untrained hirelings, not one. So if you would oh. like Bulak as well, um, who was the the half orc with the tattoos, um, well, um, the would you like her as your second? Well, what Otherwise, wanted- the other option the other option was the um. Uh, Midic, the lizard warrior, who was a yeah. paladin of. Um... Emric weren't even like. The other, everyone else can <laughs> vote for it. Don't get me wrong, uh, like, just because Emric's saying no, you don't have to. An orc that can, uh, you know, fly ships and. Uh, yeah, that was uh, you that know, could be handy. Boats and everything. Could be mm. quite handy. Um, good question. Could for become you, like a quartermaster. Mm, Owen, yeah. good question for you. Um, yes. With. Um, with this mystery dragon person. Would mm-hmm. they, if we try to enlist them, would they count as an unskilled hireling as well? 
Uh, they would, yes. So, but, okay. but if they if they come along in two to three days, okay. Tell you what, if you guys want to wait to pick your your second unskilled hireling, that's a really good idea. So you can wait and see who this mystery hire is, I think it's a and good then you call. can choose to keep them on. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I like that a lot. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Let me note down that you have picked Favian de Mowbray, my favorite NPC that I improvised on the spot and now have regrets <laughs> about. Um, what did you expect? <laughs> he just well, has too much I... personality and character. Because in the in the moment, I was like, because I'd written down a little bit about him. Because I, I should say, it, like, there's a level of improvisation, but as Claire as Claire knows, um, uh, like NPCs are often there. There's backstory and things like that. And then I'd written down. Um, uh, like that dude from the Thornbreeze, uh, which I'm assuming I meant <laughs> Nigel Thornbury. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Oh, oh my gosh, moment, where's that meme? Where's that meme? <laughs> Smashing! Yeah, yeah. Moment, all that popped into my head was this like really pitiful, like old, well, middle-aged explorer. I think, I don't know why, but that's just what popped I into my head him. and that's how it turned out. Um, let me note oh, that down. So the Tempest perfect. Guild has now grown by one, <laughs> one member. Uh, perfect, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, Wiltix, what would you be doing? For the two to three days of downtime, uh, look, just checking out the uh, surrounding grounds of uh, the night hall, making sure that yes. uh, everything seems in place and sturdy. If there's any other, you know, little secret entries or exits or anything like that, I love it. Um, would you like to make me an investigation check? I would. And Tomboy's uh, going to give you a hand with this, so you have advantage. Well, thank God that was a five. Just as well, yeah. Lucky, uh, lucky. I said that before you rolled that. Oh, and it's not letting me roll again. 19. 19, that's a bit better. Yeah. Uh, so with Tomboy's help, um, you actually find a secret entrance to the cellar uh, located to the north uh, between the library tower and the storeroom for the food. Just pinging, pinging it on the awesome. map, there is a secret entrance to the cellar there um, disguised Thanks. behind a decorative topiary. Shrubbery. Okay. <laughs> shrubbery. Yeah. It's a shrubbery. Perfect. And so with this nice. attached to into the rest of the house, is that that the um at the bottom here where Leosin's standing, or is that no? That's just the normal passageway down to the cellar. Normal okay, cool. So there's a yeah, secret passageway the... as well as that one. Okay, yeah, cool. Someone right someone has just written shh on the map. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. Perfect. Don't tell him. Okay. Oh. There you go. There's the secret entrance. Um, um, there's a secret that, entrance know, there. Going around town and picking up lots of uh, little things like bits and pieces, you know, chalk, all that kind of stuff. Things that I might need on my next uh, adventure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so any any common materials that you want, um, the costs of them should be available to you on D and D Beyond. Um, because yep. I'm sharing all my stuff, you should be able to see it. So yeah, you can you guys can just cross off any common items and things like that. Just cross off the cost, and you can add them to your inventory. Um, I trust you guys. Um, awesome. And then for any like magic items and things like that, um, we'll we'll do that as a as a group. Um, uh, I think as yeah. well like if I'm going to be looking after the loot, I reckon anything you find in the adventures like pocket money, just keep it yourself. Just record it yourself. Like it's six gold here okay. or whatever. But if it's like the big treasures, I'll I'll then like I'll manage that then. Can I add yeah, that? I mean, buy my equipment part in uh, D and yeah, Beyond. Absolutely. That where I that's it. it. Yep. yep. That's cool. it. Beautiful. Um, Oakley, um, Oakley. Anything else? Well, other thing that I would be doing as well is um, last we left, I was talking to uh, good old Fabian, and mm. uh, he mentioned was it? Oh, I want to say it was Stonehay. I uh, haven't got my proper notes with me, but uh, Bro, was I'm sure, wasn't it? Sorry, what was it? 
Wasn't it like something grotto? Still hay. So no, the moonlit still grotto hay. near still, still hay. hay. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm wrong. So I'd be looking for any information on still hay, like map coordinates or any like yeah, know, absolutely. Like um, that. I will. I'll send you. I'll send you the world map. Um, it's a town on the world map. You can you can Perfect. see it on the on the world map. I'll I'll send that through. Um, it's to the north, uh, not too yep. far to the north. Um, okay, and just it'd be end. a be a bit of a journey, maybe a week or so by cart. Okay, a week by cars, and uh, I'd just be looking for any you know interesting stories or anything like that that came out of there. So I don't know if uh, what we're yeah. wrong to see if I found it. Yeah, I think a history history. history check makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, a twelve. Twelve. Um, still, hay has never really distinguished itself as an area of great battles or, or great moments of history it's it's sort of one of those towns that's gone a bit under the radar um it's not known for anything in particular it's not famous for anything most of the stuff you read is most like it's literally discussions of trade goods that have come through it or discussions okay. of um like a, a, a maybe an adventuring group was looking for treasure and they passed through Stillhay to get to the location that <laughs> the, the famous stuff was at and the special stuff was at yeah um there's nothing really of note however there is one thing that stands out when you go through uh the information and have a bit of a look one of the things that does pop out is that um the town hall of Stillhay um is famously haunted um by a a ghost that resembles almost like a banshee style thing it does this sort of haunting song resembling an elf or a half elf um and apparently she sings of um men who are beasts and beasts who are men um and it just just catches your interest this little this bit of trivia the one interesting fact about still hay that you find is that the town is hall is, is very very famously haunted um yeah and this and this uh this song that she sings is um is about men who are beasts and beasts who are men uh and apparently it's a, it's a topic of some discussion amongst scholars uh, to to figure out what it means most of them conclude it's just gibberish Okay, perfect. Right, but that's so what you learn. Beautiful. Um, and that's mm. pretty much be it for my few days. Might uh, take a dip in the uh, the water behind the uh, the night hall. But uh, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tomboy does not accompany you uh, into the water. <laughs> uh, obviously. Um, yeah, he he has no interest in in joining you anywhere near the water, and would probably be sitting on the um, the jetty yowling as you enter the water. Uh, for the for those two three days, Tomboy doesn't really leave your side. Um, he stays pretty close to you at all times. Um, he comes to you and he wants to be fed, watered. Uh, occasionally, he'll disappear for an hour or two and maybe come back with a mouse or a rat, sometimes a lizard, which he will then put down at your feet um, and nudge towards you as if to sort oh, of say like, "This is for you." Clearly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, you're his yeah. god. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are now a deity. All hail Wiltex. <laughs> god of cats. Of domestic cats. <laughs> um, fantastic. Uh, Azua. Yeah, yeah, you will. Um, Azua. What would, what would Azua be doing for these two, uh, three days? So, I think over the three days, I would probably have a ritual. I think the first... I'd start the day with some hearty meditation. Um, mm -hmm. I think I'd spend the first hearty meditation. Um, the first day, I would start setting up uh, the room. Um, I'd mm -hmm. have a place where Leos and I could 
joust as it were. Practice some uh called uh, some physical meditation yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. Like a katana. Probably, probably the probably outside or the dining room where Emmerich is currently located. If you moved the tables and chairs towards the sides, if you wanted to be inside, that would be a good spot. Um, otherwise, yeah, outside, the, the whole outside section would be pretty good. If you go anywhere near the smith as it's being set up, the smith, the, the smith's smithery? Yep. Is it a smithery? A smithery. As If you go anywhere near the, the smithery, um, you, are, you are very quickly told to leave um, by no, hands under the earth. I yeah. think I would. Pro- I actually think I, I would have tried to set up the uh, the rooftop of the uh, of the tower somewhere outside yeah, okay, where, the, where the sun yeah. would come over. Um, yep. I know that it might not get finished, but it's a work in progress. Um, yeah. And then I would probably go to the university. I'd want to. I'd be doing a lot of research into the um, the cultists, the yeah. like, Tiamat, the whole history of it, and really dig into what could come next and i think if if yeah. leosin and i spent some time together really putting our heads together about what's gonna i suppose trying to with knowledge guess what's gonna happen try and have yeah. some foresight of uh, of what's coming i love it of how to deal with it um dragons in general what you know is is this the apocalyptic um mm. story that we've uh, we were sent here for uh and I would probably start. This would probably start spilling out into our uh, in, into the my room here. I'd start putting things up on the wall and making like yep, um, trying to connect all the dots over the over the centuries and uh, and yeah, and then just uh, lots of uh, lots of training. I think that's wonderful. Would you like yeah. to make me a history or an investigation check? Um, and you have advantage because Leosin will assist with this. Because um, this is exactly what Leosin is doing while he's setting up the guild. He is also doing research into the cult. Um, I didn't even—I didn't even get a chance to tell you that's what he was doing. That's awesome. I love the—I love the role play. You two are very much on the same same wavelength. Eighteen, nice. Um, so as you—you you are the same soul. Uh, as you as you explore the university, as you explore the—you head to the university, Azua. Um, Leosin accompanies you the first time, and then after that, um, his duties as steward tend to keep him away from the university. He tends to sort of need to be near the manor house because deliveries are coming in, people are coming and going. Um, but he he generally starts working from stuff that you bring back to him at that point. Um, yeah, as you get to the unseen university, the the institution of magic and learning. Um, after a conversation with the the porters on the gate, the the these very uh, quite sort of buff scary looking guards who wear very fine red uniforms similar to the tower guards in uh, in london and around buckingham palace um the the porters are, are a sight to be feared students from the unseen university are are terrified of them um if you're caught trying to sneak out after dark into the town for some drinks uh the porters carry you back <laughs> um oh. yeah after after a conversation with them uh, you are allowed admittance. Your, your reasons are absolutely justified. As soon as you sort of say, look, I'm doing research into this, you are absolutely granted access to the library. Um, the uh, library the library is very well stocked, mostly with magical tomes, uh, but you are directed towards the history section because that seems to be more what you're interested in rather than spell scrolls and things like that. Um, and yeah, as you have a bit of a look through, you find references to the Order of the Dragon or the Cult of the Dragon. Um, when referred to by their own history, they are known as the Order of the Dragon. When it is other people referring to them, they are often known as the Cult of the Dragon. And it looks like there has been a very deliberate attempt throughout history to ridicule and to make them seem 
like foolish and humorous in a way, like almost similar to how uh, UFO um, proponents, people who believe that aliens, are, that unidentified flying objects are alien. You know how sort of around roughly the 1960s and 70s, there was this great push yeah. by the US government to, to ridicule UFO and debunk it as a science, like investigations into unidentified flying objects. It's almost a little bit similar to that. Um, there has been a very active effort to, yeah, make make these people look ridiculous and make them okay. look stupid and silly. Um, and originally, it seems like they were involved with the creation of Draco Liches. And a Draco Lich is literally an undead dragon. So right oh up until gosh. the most recent reports, most of their efforts were concerned with resurrecting dead dragons as undead creatures um, and using them for various nefarious things. Um, nothing large scale. Nefarious, mostly nefarious. Nefarious. Uh, yeah. the various um, nefarious. Various nefarious. I have such a way with words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's so nothing, nothing hardcore, like nothing into the world, um, but like raiding small towns using these like undead dragons and things like that. And okay. always, what's happened in the past is as they've gotten too big and they've gotten too obvious, various groups, um, including um, sometimes the wizards of the Unseen University, when when necromancy has been involved and in pretty hardcore necromancy like this, they've come and squashed it and they've basically okay. put a stop to it. Uh, only very recently like in the last 20 years worth of information that you're looking at, very, very recent additions to the library, does it seem like there's been a shift in what they want to do and their goals? Uh, and probably the most recent paper that you look through is hypothesizing that their goals have changed from raising Dracoliches to raising a different sort of entity. Um, and the hypothesis in this scroll is that it is some sort of, of god or demigod or, or some sort of powerful malevolent entity. And you now know, as Azua, like you, your character knows that they are trying to raise Tiamat. You, you outright have you found this out, Blanket, and now reading through these histories, you think, yes, this is what they're trying to do. They are trying to raise Tiamat. Okay. But you actually know more than this history scroll specifically because you've had more recent dealings with them and more direct dealings. Yep. The okay. other cool. thing you learn because there is one additional thing you learn from going through that. Uh, you learn that part of this ritual requires a huge amount of gold and treasure to be sacrificed as part of the ritual. And on top of that, there is a sacrifice of power required as well. Specifically, specifically elemental or draconic elemental power. Interesting. And that's what you learn with your history check of 18. Ooh, um, cool. During during this time, Leosin is very focused on contacting other people, seeing if other people have had dealings with this group or know more about them. And so while you're looking into the history, he's looking into the present. Have people had dealings with them recently and things like that. So the two of you together do quite a good sort of thorough um, overreaching investigation into what's been happening and what is happening. Cool. And I love it. I just heard a bit of a gasp from Claire then. You okay, Claire? <laughs> no! What's wrong? I'm sure our listeners can work it out. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't come across um, Lane Drosa, by the way, in... Oh, yeah. Well, they haven't really been in town for very long, so... I'll, uh, I'll get to that. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh, the mysterious stranger. Mm, Could it be Lane I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, Azua, was there anything else that you would be doing during your downtime? Uh, what else would I be doing? Um, if you did want to purchase some healing potions and things like that, you know that you can go to Tiffany, um, the gnome uh, alchemist who works for the guild who charges. Now that you guys have um, proven yourselves as a guild and now that you're working under the, the operations, you have a discount. Normally, healing potions would cost you 50 gold pieces. You now have a discount to 40 gold pieces. Oh, that's cool. quite nice. You have earned a discount. Um, yeah. especially, if you, especially if you reference I'm friends with Mira. Um, because Mira's been a very a very nice customer. Um, That's right. Yeah. Tiffany um, Tiffany's quite a fan of Mira. I think the only other Their thing friends. I would the only other thing I think I would be doing is uh, working up plans of the uh, of the manor and how we can uh, get our secret door into the staircase down to the basement, get our fireplace structural and be able to heat uh hate the dragon egg so i'd start working up plans on on, yep. on that absolutely um perfect i won't make you roll for that because that's a, a time thing rather than a specific check so we'll yeah we'll go through that later beautiful sure. and last up is emric now emric you've you've told me a little bit of what you're doing but do you want to share for the listeners what you've been doing all right so over the last couple of days emric has been just in the morning he just does his normal routine which is just train in the morning keep himself you know sharp and tip top um and then during the day he's been for the most part has he been able to talk with house actually yeah if, if, you, if you go near out? yeah it's mostly if you're getting in the way of her setting up the um setting up the smith's area and if you if you spend too much time talking to her um her tail begins to start flicking and you know that there's a limit mm. to how long she's willing to have her work disrupted for um, okay got you well um yeah. well basically just in that time period then just in the days emrick is um he's been chatting with Howls and um just sort of talking about improvements on his metal arm mm -hmm. and sort of getting that thing so um, i imagine nothing will come of it just yet but like you know as that sort of starts we can get the ball rolling now early then who knows what improvements might come about because of it we'll tell you what why don't we do a little little bit with house so as as emrick approaches one fine morning whistling as he marches towards the smiths um house is there currently making sure that the bellows is finely tuned and she's currently oiling the leather um that helps work the bellows and as you approach she goes yes emrick how can house help you uh just the person I've been um, wanting to talk to, actually, which is pretty funny. Um, I uh, look at my arm and I sort of hold it out. I'm like, now, the whole reason we got you on board, well, I got you on board, was because I would like you to uh, help me with this here arm. And how Improvements can house... and such. Ah, upgrades. Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. I, I don't really know too much about this stuff, but... I was thinking maybe we could do some really cool things with it. What would Emric be looking for? Oof. Oof. It could be anything, really, couldn't it? It could be like... Maybe I'd shoot a gigantic cannonball out of it or something. Maybe I can, like, electrocute people. Like, I'm not sure. Something that would... You know, it would be really cool. Hmm. And he's as he's walking, his eyes are starting to light up and stuff. Hmm. Uh, Hals will investigate this last option you have mentioned electrocution Hals has been working on something similar 
and she pulls out a small pack from her um, from her bag. It looks like a small grey box of metal with a number of copper wires coiled around and a large copper spring in the centre. Um, she focuses for a moment, it begins to glow, and then she places it on the ground. Please, pick it up. Um, okay. Can you... Emmerich, hello. Oh, sorry. Okay, wait, you're back. You're all yeah, good, sorry. you're back. Um, I don't know, my mic wasn't picking it up. Um, I'm going to just walk up and I'm going to like put my hand out and mm-hmm. I'm just going to tentatively just sort of grab it. Which hand? Uh, he's doing this with his, uh, his normal arm. Normal hand. Um, you take 1d4 of shock damage as she basically does the shocking grasp cantrip on you but through this fine. item um i'll roll it for the sake of it but you'll have it no don't i'm not gonna bother because you'll hurt a long rest let's just roll it you take four um <laughs> it's a really bad blast um ah perfection oh, fuck Jeez, that uh that hurt a bit oh yes would you would you care for that to be incorporated into your arm Uh, could definitely do something with that, couldn't we? That sounds pretty good. Yes, and perhaps your halberd could be upgraded so it is all metal. That way, when you wield it, you can add some of that shock damage to your blade. Yeah, see that? That's that's why I knew that's why we got you in. That's a great idea. Hals will look into this. Perfect. Thanks. Right, and now with that, I'm off to the tavern. Okay. And that's literally uh, what he'll be doing. He'll be going to the tavern at night and he'll be having a big old night out. Not too crazy or anything, but like, yeah, that's what, that's what Emmerich does. Fantastic. Um, I won't make you roll. The the, the common people of, um, of Oxenford are fairly amicable. Um, and especially in this district, in the Craftsman's Borough, it's a very, very... Um, boisterous, lively community. Uh, if, you, if you head in as a, as a friendly neighborhood uh paladin <laughs> uh, and you're just generally cool and not a dick um you are treated with uh, well, respect ooh. and treated with i'll be honest yeah. though, like emmerich might have these little you know he can be a cheeky but for the most part he'll be doing a lot of when he gets drunk he's a bit more of a happy drunk actually sarcasm definitely will exude but for the most part um up on the tables and doing little dances and getting into songs and stuff he really yeah. likes to go to town. He likes to be the center of attention. Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You, you, Emmerich would have um, a lot of fun in the taverns of, of Oxenfurt. Um, there'd be a number of places that you visit. Uh, the Broken Heart, um, the Muddy... The, what was it? Sorry, the Muddy River, um, which is actually a barge that's located on the Oxenfurt canals. Um, the problem is, of course, that as people move about dancing, the boat begins to shake and... Yeah, you know that effect that's going to have on people well, look, who are that a bit just adds the fun. That just adds the fun. Exactly. Um, you have a raucous time uh, in the taverns. And um, that is how your three days passes. Yeah, your, and then just one little pass. tidbit. Oh, yeah. Every now and again in the day. So I'll be doing that thing with Hal's, but then also I'll be just going down and checking on the eggs every now and again. And just there's one yeah. particular that Emmerich sort of likened to, and he's putting extra care into that one. And, you know, he'll sit there and he'll rub it and stuff, and he'll, like, just speak little things to it. Which colour egg? Well, which, which what colours are there? So there's a there's a greeny, uh, browny, verdigris, uh, greeny bluey verdigris one that's sort of um, yeah, an aqua is the best way to describe it, like a greeny blue swamp colour. Um, there is a, a reddish orangish one, 
Uh, mm-hmm. And then there is a much, much darker black, blue, grey. Okay, so Emmerich will go for more like the, the, the sea green, the greeny one, because hmm. that's sort of Emmerich's like... Yeah, the verdigris. He's, cool, he's cool, sort cool, of cool. associated with the colour green a little bit. Which is in his yeah, like, that's very true. And he's very, eyes. very true. So he'll go, he'll gravitate towards that one. Fantastic. Um, how does Emmerich show care? Just out of interest. Is he like polishing it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. He's, he'll be rubbing it yeah. and polishing it. Like, it's almost like it's a little little baby for him. And he- mm. As you rub the egg, a smoke begins to emanate, forming into the shape of a G. Ge- no, I'm kidding. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> Master, you have freed me from this egg. <laughs> um, you know, he'll be making sure that it's a little bit more well kept than the other two. Like he, so Mira, whenever, 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 whenever Mira goes down to check, check. You, Mira, whenever you go down to check, you find one of the eggs is always a bit shinier than the other ones. And I mean, part of you would probably be like, what is happening? Um, <laughs> and it's a bit of a mystery why one of them is always a bit shinier. Um, and polish the other ones so that they were equally like the same oh. luster because I couldn't be able to handle that. <laughs> well, then that's exactly all be the same. <laughs> um... After after these two three days pass, um, during the mid morning, as you as you guys are all gathered in the dining hall having a bit of breakfast, um, you hear a loud knock emanating from the front door. Uh, at which point, uh, Fabian de Mowbray, who has begun the process of moving in, uh, goes, oh, uh, "I'll get it. Let me see who's at the door." Uh, and he <laughs> begins moving towards the front door. Um, and as it opens, you hear his voice sort of echoing through the halls. He's got a very loud, echoey voice. So. Whoa! Who are you? You hear a muffled reply. Oh, you better come in then. And then Fabian steps through the dining hall, uh, the door, leading a a tall figure. Um, Would we all be in the dining hall? You're all in the dining hall. Um, Let me. There you go. Look. Boom. 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 I want you in this room. room. Um, Sit around the tables, everyone. Come on, sit around the tables. There we go. Leosin's just on the table by accident, <laughs> never mind. Um, yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, uh, entering into the room is a tall, very, very tall, um, six and a half, seven feet tall furbolg. Um, in in furbolg form, uh, from what you guys probably know of furbolgs, if you know much, probably Wiltix would know the most of furbolgs. Occasionally furbolgs would enter into the Xeranthinum fields, uh, Wiltix, and these are giant kins. They're probably one of the only giant races that are left. Um goliaths and furbogs uh, during uh, nostalgia's history storm giants cloud giants fire giants frost giants all of them disappeared from the world leaving only the sort of the savage hill giants behind and, and some of the giant kin um and you know that furbogs generally don't head into civilized areas and when they do they normally keep their appearance hidden but this furbog is very openly a furbog um very tall very thin and slender uh, normally furbogs are quite strong and strapping this one looks to be much more lithe um very kindly green eyes, a small sort of tuft of chin hair, dressed in um, very well-made traveller's clothes with lots and lots of pouches and packages, um, all sorts of belts and um, and uh, braces and things like that, all across his body. He's basically covered in a huge amount of pouches and storage. Um, and as Fabian enters, uh, he goes, There's a fair bulk here to see you! And then he goes and sits down and begins eating uh, some bacon with gusto. Um, the Furbolg uh, looks over you all and in a very soft voice says, 
Uh, yes, um, hello. Uh, my name is, uh, is uh, uh, Nucius uh, Scalamander. Oh my god. Oh my Nucius, goodness. Nucius Salamander. Hello, lovely to meet you all. Um, I, uh, I hear you are looking for um, for someone to, uh, to, to, to take care of a... Uh, Take care of some things. You said, uh, get some experience with dragons. I well, I I have a uh, have a uh, some some experience with uh, with uh, magical magical creatures. What kind of magical tr- creatures? Well, um, all, all, all sorts. Um, I, I've had some experience with uh, with griffins, um, with uh, with uh, all sorts of drakes and uh, and drakekin. Um, I have had uh, some mild experience with with dragons before. Uh, when I was uh, in Velux, sir, I uh, helped uh, raise a clutch of uh, dragon eggs that had been uh, uh, abandoned by their uh, by their mother. Um, I've worked with uh, with wyverns before, um, phoenixes. Um, yes, I've had quite a, quite a bit of experience with. Um, with uh, all sorts of magical creatures, pixies. What uh, are your reasons? Well, uh, uh, curiosity, I, I guess, would be my uh, the forefront. I am I'm fascinated by by all all creatures, but especially uh, magical creatures. How they exist, you know, a dragon should not be able to fly. Their, their mass and, and wing ratio it doesn't add up. They shouldn't be able to fly. It's, no one seems to discuss this. It should be physically impossible. Clearly, you know a lot about dragons. Have any well, living relation? Do Do I have any living relation? <laughs> I get it. Like do you get it? Brothers, brothers and sisters. <laughs> yes. Um, I uh, I have a, I have a sister who uh, lives back home with uh, with my father. How far away are they, and are you on good terms? Uh, I, I mean, they, they don't fully approve of uh, what I do, but, um... I, I, um do you know anyone uh, in this town? Uh, well, I, I, I've been staying here for a few months. I know I know a few people. I've met a, met a handful of people. There's a, there's a, a wizard who um, I've spent a bit of time uh, living with. Um, he, he's quite, quite, quite powerful, a young wizard. Um, uh, Albion, he's, uh, he's fantastic. Very nice. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, my okay. sister um, Bella. She's uh, she's a, a bit of a feisty one, but um, she does well. Oh, I'm glad that they don't approve. Why? And I'll I'll just look at the others, and I say, I'm sure we ha- okay. So we probably did discuss why I put this ad out, or maybe I did. Oh, I would have. I would have. I would have put it as an agenda meeting point at some yeah. stage. Hey, you need to check uh, meeting six point one. You're looking yeah. at the minutes about halfway down the page on page two. This is yeah. point seven point three point four subheading B. Yeah, right there. Um, my idea was that we could get someone to look after the eggs while we're uh, absent. Or look uh, at them all together, just to. Or what? Sorry. Or or like look after them. Yeah. Yeah. For the long haul. Yeah. 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 Is going to take on some of those roles, though, as well? Uh, um, I, I have I have no idea how to look after Dragon X. Um, I'm 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 going to be running the place. I could have a look at Dragon X if you like, but I, I don't know what I'm doing with them. I thought he Wait. might be a bit uh, occupied with uh, Wait a other things. Guild. Did you? Wait, this guy didn't know that he was coming for Dragon X, though, and we just told him. 
no, no. Well, this is no, like this is this is in the past. This is, this is yeah, our yeah. past meeting. It's for, not- for audience for okay. audience members. We, we, we've done a very uh, uh, yeah. We probably should assign pairs a little bit better. Um, we've just jumped back like a day, so Mira can explain to the others why she's put out, uh-huh. and then we'll jump back to where the fur bogs come. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. I won't. Mucious. I won't RP. I won't RP. I won't RP. So yeah. So Mira put out this ad to see okay. if there would be anyone who will be crazy enough and trustworthy enough to look after the eggs. Someone we'd need to swear to silence. Secret. Alright, well then we'll jump. Um, do we. Good for everyone. Yeah. I reckon we jump back in with the meeting of the fur bloke. Fur blog. Fur blog. The fur bloke. The fur bloke. Fur bloke. In Australia, they're fur blokes. Fur blokes. Fur blokes. Yeah, fur bloke. Oh, it'd be a fur bowie, wouldn't fur it? Fur bowie, yeah. For, uh, for our international yowie. listeners, for our no international idea listeners, what we're talking um, about. A yowie is a. It, I mean, Australia has a rich history of mythology that white people haven't really ever bothered to listen to. However, Cadbury the Chocolate Company uh, <laughs> did steal did steal a bit of it and appropriate a little bit of our indigenous culture to create a chocolate called the Yowie. So the vast majority of Australians only know Yowie as a chocolate. Um, it is a monster from indigenous folklore that used to live in the bottom of um, billabongs, which is basically a pond, um, a naturally is that, occurring or pond. Or is that bunyips? I thought Yowies were more Oh, like, no, it is bunyips. Now, I'm like the white Eddie. person who's culturally appropriating. Damn it. Oh, I've, actually done, I've actually done a bit of Aboriginal studies. Um, at, at TAFE. Um, yeah, isn't the the bunyip is what lives at the bottom? You are of correct. Billabongs, and then the yaoi is more like a, like a sort of like a Sasquatch sort of Bigfoot sort yeah. of character. It is. Like you're so bog. correct. Which is a furbog. <laughs> it's a furbog. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe from now on, furbogs are yaois. All right, yaois are furbogs from now on in this world, uh, and they could all speak with a really broad Australian accent. All right, there, guys. My name's Nisha Skimander. Um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> bring back so, the British. Um, so, so, you guys uh, got any VB yes. long necks? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm more for a furfy, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So, um, uh, 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 do I have the have the job? Whatever the job may be, I, I can assure you, I'm uh, referred to as quite mad by most of my colleagues. Well, look, <clears throat> that's very good to hear. But can you? Uh, What, what was that? Sorry, you you, you uh, just stopped speaking can, then. Can you keep it on the hush hush? Yes, there's a number of secrets I've kept for many years which no one has ever known. What? I check. <laughs> like what? what are they? <laughs> yeah, like, like what? Well, I'm still in the process of uh, still in the process of keeping them. Correct answer. I like it. That's what I wanted to hear. Okay. Um. Well, uh, what what would I be doing as part of my role? Um, I'm very curious and fascinated. What do you suspect? I'm going to make an insight check for him. Yeah. Let's make an insight check. (laughs) Point to the cat, tomboy. (laughs) (laughs) Natural 20. We need someone to take care of the cat. (laughs) Do you know what what he's going to do? So he uses Beast of Speech and Leaf, so he can talk to animals. Um, He is going to ask Tomboy. Um, he's just going to look at Tomboy, yowl a bit. Tomboy moves over and yowls back, and he goes, "Right, uh, I'm going to be looking after three dragon eggs stored in the basement." <laughs> Shit, Tomboy! <sighs> Tomboy, you dirty rat! <laughs> <laughs> wow, that one insult. Uh... Tomboy, Tomboy 
huffs and walks away from you, Wiltix, as you call him a dirty rat. Heads towards the kitchens. <laughs> of course, he heads to the kitchens. That's what I get for uh, treating you with salmon. Throws us under the bus automatically like that. It's the first other man that he can speak to in cat speak. Um, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Are you slut shaming the cat for having friends that aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> can we? No, what no, happened to this campaign? <laughs> what went wrong? No. <laughs> How did no, we get it's, here? Uh, it, it's more revealing secrets that I thought we'd, uh, you know, keep within the group. But uh, he's clearly got a bit of a. Um, you never told the cat that. <laughs> Fair enough, okay. I probably didn't know that I could actually speak to the cat like that, but, uh, yeah. No. So, oh. um, three dragon hicks. Um, I, do I want to know how you acquired these, or is it best that I, um, that I don't? Oh, I feel the questions you ask, I suppose, would probably be, uh, the best thing for you and us, you think? It, um, it isn't right. technically... I think that this is a curious individual. We will reward you with secrets. Um, okay. okay. First of all, we must tell you that the uh, this secret could shape the future of this, not only this world, but the cosmos at large. Can you oh, bear that um, type of secret? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> Ooh, that's uh, that's quite a bit of responsibility. Um, it, 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 are you sure you want to tell me this? This seems pretty intense. Um, uh, your job won't be to do with that. Your job is to enable us to deal with oh, that. Yes. Oh, thank God. Um, okay, yep, that's better. Ah, good. Yes, I think I am then ready. Um, if you look mm. after our eggs we're away. That would be amazing service and would give you first-hand access to, well, real dragons. Uh, I mean, I, I will do what I can to help the young grow and have to have the best upbringing they possibly can, but I, I should know, what are your intentions with these creatures? They are intelligent. They are, they are sapient. They, what, what, that's what I said. Well, well our... our general intention is to uh, ensure that they uh, they're aware of the good side we need them to fight this battle and they need to be on our side I, I, I'll let you good. know that I thoroughly, I thoroughly agree that I will make sure that they grow up with a, a very thorough and, and balanced view of, of what the world should be but I'm, I'm not <coughs> going to train them to fight for you they don't need um, to fight for us I just okay. don't want them to fight against us is there a reason they would be fighting against you? We rescued well, them from a cult that would use oh, them to fight. Okay. I was a bit worried you'd taken them from their mother and that okay, no, that's no, better. No, no. Certainly not. I think um I think in this case you were correct. The less I know uh the, the, the better. Um I'm I'm as long as you promise that you are planning nothing but the best for these eggs and that they are free once they are grown up, free to leave, and, and, and I, I, I'm I'm on board. I, I will do what I can. I look at Emmerich. <laughs> Definitely won't want companion of mine. I want someone to pull my cart. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's let's just say that our long-term goal is to have them join the family rather than. Oh, to I definitely want them to be best buds with me. I want one to be my best friend. If not, we can all do everything um, together. We can fly. 
I can jump on his back and we can go for flies and all that sort of stuff. Right. Um. We 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 can we can we can talk 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 about that 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 later. I think yes. Like a really big scaly dog. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> See, this is why I thought we needed an expert. You know. Yes, so that can actually um, act. No. Oh boy. Um. Right. Well, uh, if you if you'd like to show me to uh, to my charges, I'll I'll get to to to, to work straight away. I uh, stand up and I shake his hand. You're alive. Come on. Oh, um, uh, excellent. Thank, th- 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 thank you. Um, and you take him downstairs, Emric. Can you hear me? Sorry. Come yeah, on. We can. We can hear. You. Do you? Do you take him downstairs? I actually said so. Oh, you've cut oh, out again. Sorry. Now he's gone. I think my. Uh, no, I think it's not my oh, net. You're back. The mic. Ah well. Yeah. I- we will. Oh dear. That does There's sound like a microphone there, yeah. issue. It's alright, I'll cut this for the... Uh, hang on, let me wave so I can cut it for the YouTube and podcast thing. There we go. <laughs> I just need a visual cue so I can find this point of uh, point in time again. <laughs> Not sure what's Sorry, listeners. Oh, that's okay, you're back now. Talk for a little bit, just say some random shit. Um, oh no. Yes. Oh. Hmm... Do you want to do you want to do the classic unplug and replug that always works? Well, that sounded very fine. <laughs> um, he's just he's got it when I said yeah. He's just he's got not. his microphone cord. <laughs> <laughs> um, nope, that's it. Well, um, I, I do appreciate <laughs> how we didn't. We didn't oh, he's back. Hang on. Oh, I just unplugged it and plugged it back in. It's always the worst timing, Jared. It's always like you're in the middle of yeah. something good. That is sounding a bit better, though. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, um, if you lead, if you lead him down to the basement, um, he basically is like, uh, I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy to, to, to sleep down here as well. I'll set up a little. Little area down here for myself, and I can keep uh, keep constant watch on the on the eggs. Um, yes, Tending to put in a fireplace, uh, oh, so good. it's a yes, bit more cosy. Uh, yes, and- your uh, your input into the design of that would be fantastic. Yes, yes. If you want to set up like mm. a workshop or whatever you like. Yes. Um, well, I, I, I'll I'll speak to um to whoever's in charge of the, the buildings and the construction, and I, I have I have a few a few plans that I could I could uh, I could put in place. Yes. But Gen for all intents and purposes, you yes, are one of yes. the you're one of one of the family now, so make yourself a home. Oh, uh that's that's very kind. I haven't haven't really had a had a home for quite some time. That's uh, that's very nice. Thank thank you. Oh, can I do a little insight check to see how like if he's you know you said he's got well he's quite well clothed, but is he, you know, skinny yeah. weedy guy or like what's yes. what's the deal with very very lithe um his clothes look to be very well made traveling clothes um and he has hundreds of pouches bags and other um bandoliers and assortment of things sort of strapped to him but is he healthy like does he look like he's eaten and um i would say that he does not uh, maybe a perception check let's see how much you get okay. or an okay. insight check up to you uh okay mother Mira is coming out now four who cares? four <laughs> oh, um yeah, it's hard to tell with all the all the 
clothes and pouches and things like that. But he he looks like he's um, on the skinnier side, Mira thinks. Fastening up. <laughs> she smiles toothily. Then I can eat you. Yum, yes. yum, 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 yum. <laughs> mm, roasted furbolg, yummy. Okay. <laughs> roasted yowie. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. So that that's uh, that's Nisha Salamander. Fantastic. Amazing. Um, Nisha Salamander. Yeah. As soon as you said you were putting out an ad, I was like, well, I know which character I'm going to make for this. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So uh, that is your morning session with uh, with. Um, uh, <laughs> Nusius, as soon as he heads downstairs, Leosin sort of looks around and goes, "Um, well, um, that's that's uh, it's fantastic that you've got someone in, Mira. I, I, I mean, that without sex, I knew obviously from the meeting minutes that you were planning to get um get someone in, but I'm I'm very pleased that you've you've organised that. So, Nusius, uh, I'll keep an eye on him and I'll help him help him get all established and we'll chat about his wages and things like that. But I think he'll be a be a fine addition to the team. Um, yes. Now, uh, I'm pleased that we're all having breakfast together. I have a uh, I have some news. Oh, do, do tell. As, as I'm sure, um, obviously, Azura and I uh, have spoken about our, our research and we, we took you all through everything that we found over the last couple of days. We talked you through everything we found last night. Um, except, Azura, if there's anything you wanted to keep to yourself. Uh, no, I think I would tell research. everyone. No, I think I would tell cool. everyone. Yeah. So as, 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 as Azura and I said the night before, we, we've been looking into this. Now, Azura obviously gave his brief of what he'd found about the past. I, I have some news. The, the League of Adventurers have, have contacted me. Sylvia has actually summoned uh, you four to the, to, the, uh, to the League. Apparently there's a council meeting to discuss the investigation into the Order of the Dragon, an ongoing investigation. Um, she wants to see you today uh, within the next sort of two, three hours if you can make it over. Oh, I think that uh, it must it will be quite important if it involves them. So, uh, mm. yes, we should yep. head over for the meeting. Let's do it. Yes, fantastic. Um, I'll continue setting up things here, and I'll uh, I'll keep you posted on anything new that I, I hear or learn. I've got some contacts that I've been reaching out to across a number of different cities, and uh, I'll let you know what I find. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you, brother. Um, oh no, no, of course, it's uh, it's the least I can do. So my whole purpose was to prevent this. I'm going to do all that I can. Um, fantastic. So yeah, if you guys, uh, is there anything you wanted to do in the morning before you head over to the league headquarters? Oh, look, nothing important. Maybe just check and see how Anisius uh, uh, is doing uh, downstairs with the uh, dragon eggs, making sure that he's uh, yeah comfortable. If you have uh, a little peek downstairs, Wiltix, he has basically removed. Um, one of the one of the pouches from his oh that was him setting up something um, <laughs> that beeping uh, he's he's removed one of the pouches um, and has pulled open a piece of fabric that looks like a curtain um, mm-hmm. and as he hangs it up against the wall the curtain billows for a second and then he draws it aside to reveal a door that now exists into the wall of your cellar um and are you when you head down? Are you being sneaky or just being obvious? Oh, I'd probably just take it. I'd probably be doing a bit of a sneak just to see you yeah. know, what he's actually doing. Because um, I mean, we've only had one conversation with this guy so far, and we've invited him to live with us. So um, yeah, just want to make do you want sure me a stealth check? Yeah, gotta make sure everything's above board. Oh, that's an eleven. Eleven. Um, 
as you sort of get down to the bottom step and see him mucking about with his curtain, um, the curtain, he pulls aside the curtain that he's now placed on the wall, and now there is a door, a very ornate wooden door that was not there before, uh, is now built into the side of your cellar. Uh, and as you get downstairs, you sort of slip a little bit on the final stair and have to sort of steady yourself by placing a hand on the walls, which makes a bit of a clapping noise. And he looks around and goes, Oh, um, hello. I, 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 sorry, I don't think I've actually uh, been introduced to you individually. Um, Nusius holds out a hand yep. to shake your hand. I'll uh, reach up because I'm assuming that he's a little bit taller than what I am. and uh, He's uh, oh, like God, seven yeah. feet. Yeah, he's seven feet tall. Yeah, he's literally twice my size. <laughs> well, hi there, little guy. <laughs> yeah, as long as he's not doing the, uh, the bend over thing where he's crashing no. down. All good. No, actually, he, he gets down to one knee to shake your hand and gets himself pretty low. Whoa, that's a little bit insulting. Yeah, you just stand up, buddy. It's uh, a bit rude to uh, do that to people. I'm a, I'm a man. I'm not a child. Um, oh, no, uh, my, my deepest apologies. I just, uh, just want to make sure I didn't come across as threatening. Uh, sorry, it's, it's a habit I formed from dealing with uh, with the creatures. I don't really spend much time around people, if I'm being honest. Oh no, that's uh, that's okay. That's okay. Well. Uh, I, I know what it's like. I've uh, spent time out and about in the uh, the lands around here, so I've uh, mm. only come across a few of your type in the past, but uh, I kind of understand a few of the quirks. But uh, yes, I'm Wiltick, so I'm, uh, you know, if you ask other guys, I might not say so, but I feel like I'm a bit of a leader of the group occasionally. But uh... <laughs> Do you know what this feels like? <laughs> this feels like Rocket basically saying he's the captain in Endgame, you know? Oh, <laughs> Just... <laughs> I'm gonna try and talk. I I talked myself up to Melody when I was in uh, Green. Yeah, talking myself up to this bloke, and uh, I'm just pretending like it's all an illusion that uh, I let other people do make the decisions. But uh, yeah, so let him know my name. And uh, yes, uh, Inusius, what's uh, what's that door there? I don't remember seeing that one. I was lying down here. No, it's it's uh, it's it's my um. Well, I said I haven't really had a home for a while. I. I have a home that I, 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 I sort of bring bring with me. Would you, would you like to come have a look? I would love to have a look. And he opens the door. Um, on the other side is a large tent, the inside of a large tent. Um, and at the other end of this tent, it's billowing onto what looks like the outside. Um, and he has a whole number of, of plants growing and all sorts of... Um, uh, basically just like what looks like alchemical equipment and things like that all hanging from poles and things around the tent. There's a small um, uh, ladder leading up to another layer above where you can see uh, just sort of faintly through the floorboards you can see there's a bed, um, nightstand and a a little um, chest of drawers, uh, bookshelf and things like that. Um, Do you want to make me a perception check, please, Wiltix? Sure thing. That's three. Three. That's all you see. Yeah. Um, oh, so, uh, Inutius, you've had this the whole time. Why were you living with uh, Albion if you had uh, this area? Oh, um, well, it's, it's, it, I have to have a, a place to put this down, and, um, the, the, it's not sort of safe just to leave this anywhere. Um, and I still need somewhere to, to, to eat and, and, and drink and things like that, and, um, this place isn't, isn't super, um, uh, stable when it's not place down within a, a room okay and um so pretty much you just store all your things in here and then how do you move your room how do you uh bring this from place to place oh uh, come back out with me i'll show you 
yep. leads you back out the door. Um, he closes the curtain and then just detaches it, just literally lifts the curtain off the wall and rolls it up into a piece of fabric. The door is now gone from the cellar uh, wall. Fantastic. And uh, I, uh, it's probably safe to say that uh, whenever I come down here, none of those eggs will be ever inside that uh, tent. Oh, I, I, I was sort of... I, I've got an area in there that I could I could set them up nicely, but if you'd prefer if they were out here, I, I, can, I, can, I can set something up out here. I just thought they'd prefer a bit of... Um, Warmth and fresh air. The cellar's a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit cold. Okay. Um, but I, I can, I can, I can, I can set up a, I can set something up out, out here if you, if you, if you'd prefer. prefer. I, I'd probably prefer niches, just purely from the sense that uh, you know you seem like a very stand-up fellow. But uh, these eggs are pretty precious to us, and uh, the mm-hmm. idea a lovely hulking man like yourself can uh, bring them inside that tent and as easily. Uh, leave uh, does concern me slightly. Um, uh, fair, 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 fair enough, I, I, I understand. How would you feel that um, you've got all these things inside there? We've got a lovely large manor here. Would you prefer to stay in one of the rooms, and uh, you know you can move your things out of this tent, and uh, we can leave it in a different area, so that way you're a bit more settled. Oh, I, I, I'm quite, 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 quite happy in the, in the cellar. Um, but, uh, oh, you if, could if, still if, stay in the cellar if you wanted. You could bring all your things out and place them in here. Be your own uh, area. That 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 would that would that would be, be quite quite nice. Um, how do you feel about um uh, enchantments uh, on, on the ceiling and, and the walls to make it look like uh, outside? Oh, that's uh, perfectly fine with me. You can decorate as you wish. Oh, fantastic! I'll I'll get 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 to work. Thank 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 you, Wiltix. No, that's okay. And uh, maybe once you've done that uh, lovely uh, magical object you have there, we'll just keep it somewhere safe uh, elsewhere oh, in the manor. Um, uh, I, 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 where, where it, it, where it goes, I, I, I go. It's, it's, it's very important to me. I couldn't persuade you to uh, <laughs> that I hold on to it. Would you like to make a persuasion check, Wiltix? I would. <laughs> oh, would you? Oh, I would. Of all the times where I'd like to roll high tonight. Oh, 18? Wait, 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 wait. Maybe, but this, this is very... Let's very... things up and we'll uh, see how we go then. Fit, fit, fit very well. Damn, I was trying to get myself a, uh, a portable room, so, uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, well, yeah. Anyone else five. want to do anything? Level five. Uh, does anyone else <laughs> want to do anything before you guys head across to the guild? Um, is, Am I sounding good on the mic now? You are sounding yeah. good on the mic now. Okay, good, because I just I just changed the um, USB port I was using. Oh, um, easy fix. one towards the back. I think uh, the, the other one at the front's a little bit shot now. Um... I think Emmerich, before he leaves, he'll go down to the basement and just have a quick chat with the fur the fur bloke. You probably like, come in part way through the conversation with Wiltix yeah. then. So I'll, I'll come down the stairs and I'll just sort of let them sort of finish up. I'll, I'll wait for Wiltix to me up towards the fur bloke. <clears throat> now, uh, now, friend, this one right here, this egg, this is. This is my pride and joy. This is going to be my best friend right here. And I'm like giving a bit of a rub down. I've been, I've been, uh, been polishing and all that, make it look a bit like uh, all nice and uh, yeah, it looks good. Oh, um, uh, okay, yep. 
so um if this ever if this ever hatches fetch me immediately i need to be here i want to be the first one it sees when it enters this world uh i'll 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 I'll, I'll try my best right i um grab him i sort of clasp my uh my hand on his shoulder i can do that because i'm pretty tall too he is taller than me so i'm looking up but i'm like six foot four so it's not like impossible for me to do that it's um, not. So I'll do that and I'll look in the eyes and I'll give him a big thumbs up as I walk out the room. Alright, thanks, friend. Uh, we'll speak to you soon. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, alrighty, you guys head across to the guild hall. Um, as you reach the front entrance, uh, you see um, there is a messenger um, waiting for you who very quickly leads you inside. Uh, they've been sort of told to look out for you. Takes you down through. Uh, a series of corridors uh, past Sylvia Whistlewood's office um, down further towards a large meeting hall and gestures you inside and as you enter you see sitting at the table you see Sylvia the the half-elf woman who is uh, the chief administrator of the guild the the, the sort of head clerk um, this sort of lovely auburn hair tied up in a tight bun very slowly fading to a gray uh, dressed in very fine robes probably the nicest you've seen on her um, ever i would actually say probably the nicest you've seen um very very well made fine mix of that blue and green that is the the typical um colors of the adventurers league and sitting next to her are two individuals who you do not recognize the first is a um a dwarf a hill or mountain dwarf you're not 100 percent sure which um he is male he has a large bushy beard uh, and a number of very well-made armor um, pieces strapped to him. And I believe I can actually show you a picture of what he looks like, if I am not mistaken. Oh. Let's have a look. Um, I was really hoping that I could. Oh, it's being stupid. Here we go. I should be able to show you. No, I, c- I can only show you his token. Oh, oh no, here we go. Done. Got it. Yes. There you go, everybody. Yeah. The other figure. Uh, so here, and he also has the, the large sort of a silver gauntlet emblazoned upon his belly. And he actually has a matching silver gauntlet on his right hand. Um, or Iron Gauntlet. The other figure sitting at the table is a tiefling, a female tiefling, dressed in very, very understated um, sort of muted colours. So purples, reds, blues. uh, And she is a a very sort of light, almost like a sandy red colour with long curved horns um, and completely yellow eyes. So no pupils, irises or anything like that. Just the whole eye is yellow. Um, and she also has a, a sort of a series of rings decorating her left horn. And they are seat, seated on either side of, uh, of Sylvia. And as you enter, um, Sylvia goes, Ah, fantastic. Here there, we, we, we can begin then. Come, come, please, please come take a seat. Tempest Guild, I would like to introduce you to two uh, established and very, very, um, very, very well, well guests. If you could come, please uh, t- 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 take a seat. Come, come, come. She gestures you. Sorry, it's very hard to stop stammering when you've been stammering for an NPC. <laughs> to get it out of my head. 
a, it's, it's, yep. it sticks around. Um, oh, now I'm doing it. Good lord. Um, <laughs> so as we enter, Emmerich will sort of sit more mm. towards the back. Yep. Because he's a cool guy. You know, that's what the cool, uh, guys, yeah. the cool boys do. Sit at the back. Uh-huh. I sit at the front. <laughs> Whereas Mira will go straight to the front, take out a notebook, and start <laughs> making notes. <laughs> I will bow and in, uh, in, in reverence to them. Acknowledge how your importance. I'm just gonna uh, go straight up, jump on the seat next to uh, the tiefling, and uh, be like, "Hey, how's it going, Wiltics? Aren't they up the front? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, oh, they're standing at a table. I think they're like on a it pedestal. It is. It's a table. No, nah, no, it's a table. It's a right. it's a long haul table. I think that's pretty fun. Wait, so we join? Oh, so we're actually sitting on the, at the table. Yeah, you're gestured to join. For some reason, the table. I had it, it almost as like there's like seats lined up and. Yeah, okay, don't worry. Oh, my presentation. Yeah, like a presentation. Welcome, welcome to the company board meeting. Um, we need to discuss your KPIs, Tempest Guild. I didn't remember. Um, <laughs> guys, 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 we only do this on Teams now. Oh, oh no, yeah, sorry. Oh, just, oh, now I get the memo. <laughs> Alright, well then, Emmerich will sit, like, towards the, the um, further side of the table. Fantastic. Um, as, you, as you'll take a seat, Sylvie goes... Right, so we have Wiltix, Azua, Mira, and Emric. And she points at each of you in turn. I would like you to meet Ontha Froom, and gestures towards the uh, the dwarf, um, who is representing the Order of the Gauntlet, and Susurus, a uh, here just who is representing the Harpers, and she gestures towards the uh, the tiefling. Um, Ontha gives you a, a sort of a nod and looks at each of you, giving you a bit of a smile and goes, it's very well to meet your acquaintance, Ontha Froom. I'm uh, here on behalf of the Order of the Gauntlet. You've probably heard of us. We're very mighty warriors and heroes. Um, Emric, you absolutely would have heard of the Order of the Gauntlet. Wiltix, maybe not. Mira, maybe not. Azua, maybe not. Anyone who was in the maybe not category, um, you guys are welcome to make a history check. Emric, I'll just tell you what you know about them. It's good to um, see but, you again, actually. I don't know if you remember me. I was just a little puff when um, I was in the same... Um, <laughs> no. <open> the, uh... <laughs> oh, wow. What is a war that's happened, Owen? <laughs> um, so if you if you mention, yeah, you know, doesn't matter. Um, uh, probably the battle for. Let me quickly pull open my Mac. Uh, the battle of Rake Four uh, would probably have been the most like because there haven't been any full scale wars since the ruin. Uh, but the battle of Rake Four was probably the most recent conflict where. A number of knights were involved um and during that conflict it was basically an incursion by a group of um bugbears uh, and Perfect. hobgoblins and goblins who worked for the betrayer gods who attempted to take over a town and were very quickly rebuked battles and mercenaries that's okay yeah yeah you probably would have been there if if you want to have been, been yeah there. your, your be mercenary company yeah your mercenary company probably would have been there um so well, yeah, our, our roles yeah. were for azua azua was I a three wiltix was an 11. <laughs> you two know. don't know you don't you two don't know anything Miriam. you do know about these guys um so yeah i, I will let you guys know first um Emery, just so that you know who these guys are unless you do you actually know who they are jared as a oh uh, no not really actually not really that's okay, yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys know now, and then, then that might change uh, how you approach them. So, Mira and Emmerich, um, the Order of the Gauntlet are a group, uh, basically a semi-religious militant group. Um, not militant in the fact that they are like deliberately trying to cause trouble and things like that. They're actually mostly paladins and clerics, and their whole purpose is to destroy evil in any form. Um, 
they only operate uh, on the continent of Osha at this point. There was a contingent who headed over towards the dwarf settlements uh, on the continent of Dolbladur. Uh, <laughs> seamless. <laughs> um, uh, who uh, were actually end- ended up being killed and defeated and since then the Order of the Gauntlet have basically restricted themselves to Oshia. Um, not a huge number of members but they are they are well known for being um, heroes in a way. They, they sort of don't compete with the Adventurers League who complete contracts and things like that. Um, they mostly just will come to a place if it's in need they'll do what they can to help and then they'll leave again. Um, yeah so that's what you probably know of the Order of the Gauntlet. Mira you actually know a little bit more about them so that's what Emmerich knows. Mira you know that the probably during your time in Palin when you were looking into some political research you found a dossier uh, that outlines the structure of the Order of the Gauntlets um, their chief uh, paladin the, the head paladin um, no one knows who they are and the Order of the Gauntlet speak a lot about the fact that they are very well structured they follow a very very um, tight code but the current leader no one actually knows who it is. And it's blown off by any members of the Order, and it's sort of distracted and moved away, but no one has any idea who leads them at this point. Um, and it's a bit of a mystery. And from your opinion, not enough people seem to be that concerned about this mystery. <laughs> but it does bother you a little bit. But no one actually knows. It's no chain of yeah. command. How could anyone function without a chain of command? <laughs> There's only middle managers. Oh what my god! I know. It's Is basically it? like <laughs> it's it's the most worst case scenario. Um, that's what you would know. So Emric, I will jump back over to you because you're in the middle of something before I, uh, yeah, before I interrupt um, to see you. Yeah, that's a good. Point. I was just gonna as I walk in and I sort of my ears perk up when I actually hear his name and I actually look at him properly because Emric just sort of walked in and was probably just picking these nails or something. Um, so he'll look up and he'll be like, no way. I uh, look at him and I point, you might not have remembered me, but um, at uh, Rake 4, I was actually at that battle. My mercenary company, Black Bulls, were, uh, were participating in the fights, in the, in the uh, battles. You were, uh, you were on the same side, actually, and I remember you... Yeah, uh, you- no, sorry, you go. I remember you blazing ahead of the crowd and taking out everyone. Ah, you ran with the Black Bulls. They're a pretty bloodthirsty group. Did. I did run with the Black Bulls. I okay, did. Uh, it's probably for the best. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, uh, uh, yeah. It's good to meet a fellow warrior and uh, to be fighting on the same side once more. Um, I, I'm sorry, lad. I, I don't know your name. I don't think I ever knew it. Um, Ontafru. I was only a boy, though back then I was still I was actually still fighting and stuff but uh, my name's Emmerich lovely to meet your friend Emmerich well it's good to good to meet a, a, a friendly face even if I don't really remember it but it's good it's good there's a friendly one here um, the tiefling uh, smiles and looks over the lot of you uh, Sussurus uh, Sussurus you can you can call me I uh, represent the uh, the Harpers um, we are a group who work to preserve good and maintain balance. It's a pleasure to meet you and I I wish we were meeting under more ideal circumstances. For us to be involved there is obviously a great threat facing the balance and I believe you have already faced this threat. I speak of course of the Order of the Dragon. 
Hey, those hey, bloody have. bastards. The dwarf spits. What was that? Sorry, Azua. Uh, I just said, I we have. Mm. Uh, Sylvia sort of speaks up and goes, Right, well, um, so the situation is this. I am appointing the Tempest Guild as a representative of the League. Given your intimate and first-hand knowledge, you will be representing the Adventurers League in this. The Harpers and the Order of the Gauntlet and the Adventurers League are forming an alliance against this incoming threat. We believe they pose far greater danger than anyone is aware of. And our three organizations together have, have pooled resources and pooled knowledge so that we may best face this threat. And um, Thar here and Susurus are representing the Harpers. I have chosen you to represent the Adventurers League. You, out of all of us here, have the most knowledge and the most experience with this group. And I would like you to represent us in the coming conflict. Aye, that is a mighty, uh, a mighty honor. It is but one I think you are worthy of, and a challenge that I think you are up to the task of. Well, I get to swing my uh, helmets, that's all I care about. Yes, the heaven, our heavenly fists are here to uh, smite the evil of those who want to bring Tiamat back. (laughs) Ah, when you say that, yeah, um... Susurus sits up very straight and there's a pause and Ontha a very dark look crosses his face and he goes Hey, we've heard rumours that's what they're up to I didn't really want to believe it but uh, it seems that's, that's what's going to be going down Yes, their, uh, their final intention though they've been uh, skirmishes throughout time and they have dealt in necromancy in the past and brought back fiends and uh, past dead dragons, but this time they go for the almighty Tiamat to bring her back. <coughs> Susurus. Oh, sorry, yeah, you is, go. Uh, yeah. This is not... This is not good for our uh, for our existence or for the balance of good and evil. Susurus looks at you, Azua, with a very appraising eye. What you have just said has thoroughly impressed her. I see you've done your research well. ASMR, she gives you a look. I can I make one eye just flash golden? As, yes. As kind of like just, a, just for the hev- hev- just for the cool. Heavenly wink. Just for the cool. Yeah. <laughs> heavenly wink. For, for a second. <laughs> I think we just found the name of the episode, everybody. Oh. <laughs> Azura's heavenly wink. Azura's wow. heavenly wink. Um, Hello. <laughs> Yeah, as I think the rule of cool. Yeah, you absolutely for a second the the sort of the form that you wear, which covers your own your your true angelic form. Um, you allow it to shimmer and draw back for just a second on your eye, um, very very subtly. I'd probably say that not many other people notice this, but yeah, Susurus gives you a very praising eye, and she goes, "I'm very impressed. It took me months to find that information out, and I am very specialized." At finding information and rumors. Ah, well, I think it's about time that we all uh, bring together all the knowledge of all the people, because this is not a battle that uh, will segregate from kind or guild. 
yeah, so, Onthar nods. Onthar nods. He's like, I, the, the, the threat that this group pose, it threatens all of us. It's, I, I don't... They think, surely they don't think that releasing Tiamat's actually going to get them anything they want. Like, she's fucking vicious. She'll kill them just as easily as she, and quickly as she kills us. She's not going to be grateful that they've let her out. Not for a second. She's a she's a absolute evil a, a, a bitch. There's no other way to say it. Uh, I mean, I whoever fought in the first wars would know that she has no regard for humanity. No, I, I, or anything. Like the only thing she cares about is is the power that she wields and being in control. Like dragons will be safe, maybe some dragonborn so that they can be slaves, but the rest of us, she'll wipe us out regardless of who they who they serve and from the sounds of it a lot of this cult are made up of like humans and halflings and, and like all other races, like I, I don't think they get it that she's not gonna not gonna honour any promise or anything like that she's, she's literally like the god of betrayal, like what are they thinking? <laughs> I, I do wonder the pretense that they've uh, been hired under though I mean, if you were promised bucket loads of gold from towns upon towns, that I mean, surely that uh, even the most uh, fearsome of bandits would join their cause regardless. But uh, yeah, I just think they're they're just fodder, and it's folly. It's, just, it's ridiculous. Like literally, Tiamat is known for being the first of the betrayer gods. Like she's the one who started it. It's in the name. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I I very much like these two. I, I feel an affinity okay. towards them. Yeah, I like nice. it. Um, Mira. Yeah. Susurus for the last sort of little bit while Onthar's been talking hasn't really taken her eyes off you, and your passive perception picks up on this. Yeah, my passive perception is ignoring that and taking notes, <laughs> trying to remain. <laughs> yeah, she and anyone whose passive perception Anonymous. is above a uh, anyone anyone whose passive passive perception is above a ten. Um, Mira is doing what she always used to do and trying to fade into the background as a useful scribe. Yeah, she she's really really interested in Mira. Um, and I would also say and Wiltix as well. Like most of the focus is on Mira, but her eyes are flittering over to Wiltix on occasion as well. And she has a smile on her face. Uh, I rolled really poorly for her stealth check. That's why you guys see this because your passive perceptions are better than an eight. Um, yeah. Almost like she knows something about each of you. And it's, it's really like, there's almost like it's burning her up not to say anything, but it's giving her a bit of joy too that she knows there's a rumor or a secret she knows about you. This little smile that plays across her face. Um, spider, much like mine spider. Right now. Like yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Much like mine right now as a DM. Like a DM. <laughs> yeah, basically like she knows she knows something and that's the hint that's the that's the feeling you get from the way she's looking at you like she knows something. Interesting. So obviously, like you said I noticed this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your passive perceptions. As long as your passive perceptions above a ten, you absolutely uh, notice this, and I know yeah, for a fact yeah. it is. She yeah, yeah, yeah. Boundaries is what you're saying. What was that? Sorry, uh, Jared. She doesn't have any boundaries. She doesn't. I just rolled care. really poorly for uh, for <laughs> her, like keeping that secret. Um, yeah. Um. 
can, is it an appropriate time for me to bring up that uh, she's looking at us like that, or is it more? Uh... It's up to you. It, it's yeah, sort no. of while while Onthar is talking to Emric and talking to um, talking to Azur and Mira, um, and you as well. Like he's sort of talking to all yeah. of you. Sylvia's sitting back at this point and just listening as as, as Onthar sort of speaks. Um, but yeah, Susurus is just looking at Mira. Looking oh. at Wiltix. Looking oh. at Mira. Big smile. Looking at Wiltix. Bigger oh. smile. Looking at Mira. Smile gets even bigger. <laughs> Sussurus, I see you uh, staring at uh, my lovely colleague from Mira over there and myself. Uh, is there something you'd like to tell us? It looks like you're... Uh, I mean, I see the smile. Unless you undress me with your eyes, then uh, should be, maybe something else is going on there. Oh, uh, Wiltix, I, I find your forms pleasing to the eye, no doubt. Anything else? Oh. Watch out for the wolf. Which wolf? <laughs> you know the wolf. You know of whom I speak. Uh, well, I, I, I've met many a wolf in my times. I used to live out in the forest. Uh, have you met this wolf oh, as well? This one will stand out. She's a bit bigger than your average wolf. Uh, no, I have not had the pleasure of meeting this wolf, but I know of those who have before, and most of them now lie six feet down, or are gibbering wrecks. Well, I like to think I hold myself together pretty well on occasion, but... Uh, I'm sure that is a comfort to you. Oh, no, it definitely is, definitely is. Do you know of any other... Uh, no, you don't know of any other living people? at all do you only ones that are uh, oh you did say gibbering mesh mess uh, yeah. they lose themselves to the the power and the call and they now run as wolves oh as wolves so they're no longer in their uh, oh, human-ish or uh, their natural form just as a uh, a were person <laughs> as you say were person Sylvia looks at you and goes, what? What, 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 what are you talking about? What, what's going on? And um, Susurus looks over and goes, nothing, just Wiltix and I having a little chat, nothing to concern yourself with, it, hypotheticals. Yeah, just asking about what she's aware of. Yes, that's right. She gives you a nod, Wiltix. Um, do you want to make me a deception check with advantage, Wiltix? Uh, yeah. Well, that's a 20, so that's pretty good. Um, yeah, that's uh, 20's all right. 20's fine. Yeah, not bad, um, not bad. <laughs> you, you just check in in case you get a nat. Um, so 20 unnatural, 8 was your other one, but we'll stick with the 20. Yeah. Sylvia goes, right, uh, okay, yes, fair enough, fair enough. Um, okay. I think we'll uh, discuss a bit more sussurrus later. Yes, I uh, I think that would be best. I'm sure we have, uh, have much we'd like to discuss. And um, Mira... I, uh, yes, I have yes, some. Yes. I have some. Have some news for you regarding a um, a certain childhood friend. Oh, what has he done? Oh no, Ooh. no, no, nothing. You need to concern yourself with. Uh, it's, he's found his way to Palin, the capital city. My uh, my whispers tell me. Hey, see, you do know very much. That's oh, yes. quite a useful skill to have. Networking, I suppose. <laughs> It's, uh, it's my job. The Harpers is a group who... We're a group who collect knowledge, and, um... Well, I pride myself on, on hearing whispers. By name and by nature, one might say. 
Ooh. Does she have an instrument with her? <laughs> um, it would make me a perception check. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 18. She has a small, um, a small pan flute tied to one of her bandoliers, um, half tucked under cloth, and you see two symbols that she is carrying. One is a silver harp, the other is the symbol of the Bard's College of Palin. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, which is a drum, and inside the symbol of the drum is a lute, and inside the lute, the actual um, frets of the lute are a, a series of panpipes. So it's sort of like a, a tessellated compounded image. Well, and if I, I'm ever uh, in Palin, yeah, I will look you both up, I suppose. I... Well, Always eager to gather information for friends. Well, it's Myself. funny that. I will be coming with you to pay them. Oh. And uh, and Cynthia goes at that point. Uh, Sylvia, sorry, not Cynthia. Sylvia goes at that point. Um. Yes, I, I was I was going to get to that. Um. Thank you for for that segue, Sussurus. Um. Yes, I. Yeah, I was hoping that we could go about this and explain it in order. But yes, you, I, I was planning to head you, uh, send you to Palin. Um, at some point in, in in the next couple of days, if that's if that's possible, we um, the Harpers and she looks over towards um, towards Susurus, um, This the Harpers have established that the Order has been amassing treasure. Uh, you reported this as well, and it's been, been confirmed. They are shipping it north, and the point at which they are gathering together and sending this appears to be the city of Palin. Um, the Harpers have heard rumours that they are planning to set out from. Uh, from Palin, the capital city, and head north along the main roads. Um, as part of a caravan, it seems like they're going to be avoiding the airships and avoiding the sea, and going to be actually taking it overland. Why they are doing this, I have no idea. Maybe the Sky Cities are a dangerous place for them? I, I'm not sure what their plan is, but it seems they are going to be taking the roads. My idea, and at this point Antha goes, and mine! I, th- I thought of this too, this was part of my, my organisation came up with this. She goes, our idea was that you might attempt to disguise yourself and be hired as maybe caravan guards or merchants and actually join this caravan heading north because it seems like they're going to be joining an existing caravan they, they, they're not going to be off on their own they're actually going to be trying to disguise themselves and join in with a larger caravan that heads to the north I, I have spoken to Vesanve, our enchanter and he's going to prepare special cloaks that um should be able to help keep you from being noticed too much as long as you deroy, uh, avoid any direct investigation. Um, that, that was my contribution to the plan. And Ontho goes, I, I, w- I wouldn't have thought to do magic. That's uh, normally my fists on my, my sword solve problems. Um, and Sylvia sort of looks and goes, Yes, that's, that's, why, that's, why, um, that's why you've come to us. Would you be happy to proceed? We're going to have to get you to Palin as quickly as possible. Um, the, apparently the caravan is is on the pro is in the process of actually packing up ready to leave in the next few days uh, and at this point Susurus interjects and goes yes I was hoping that I could come with you and um Ontha here Aye? Ontha here is also going to be coming with you to Palin um all of us think that it's best if we come along and uh, help you get set up I've got some business that I need to attend to and uh, Ontha here has a, a, a contact I believe 
Uh, yeah, I've got I've got a friend who um, who works uh, as part of the the caravan guarding. Um, he, he's actually done the business before. He's a merchant. He's done all sorts of stuff. He might be able to help you get set up. So I thought I'd come with you and help introduce you. He's a bit wary of strangers. Uh, I look at the others. Like we kind of look up and down the table. What are you all thinking? Um, I'll be honest. Emric started nodding off. <laughs> Fair enough. In that the case, moment, what are the three? What are the three conscious people yeah, thinking? The moment they stopped talking about the and stuff, he started um, losing a bit of interest when it got all the needing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, sounds like a good plan to me. Uh, you know, if we can get by unnoticed with the, uh, you know, in the caravan, seems like it'd be a better way. We have a yes, we well, have a wagon. It's all ready to go. Really, all of our are uh, pretty much oh, ready to go whenever oh. we need to. It's, oh um, no, we don't, we don't have a wagon. That was the guild wagon. <laughs> oh yes. Sylvia, Sylvia speaks up at this point. Oh, um, it it would take you a week's journey to get to Palin. That's that's far too late. I um, I've actually arranged for you to take an airship to Ooh. take you overland to the capital. Fancy. Uh, yes. Very smart. Yes, I'm up for it. If that's uh, if that's Mira okay is so you. excited. She's you made. You by an uh, airship. Oh. oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I've, uh, I've well, bought I... two tickets. There will be a cabin on the air, on the airship. Um, all of you uh, and Sussurus and uh, Onthal will be uh, will be sharing a quarters. Wonderful. Uh, when will we leave? Well, I'm I'm hoping that you might be able to leave tonight. It's a, uh, an overnight journey, and you'll uh, next morning you'll be arriving in the city. Okay, well, I, I mean, time is obviously of the essence for this one, so uh, I don't think there's anything... I mean, we're up to tie up a couple of things at uh, Nighthall, but there's nothing that uh, nothing else we had to do, team? Yeah, no, I think that's... Uh, yes, we'll, we'll settle our uh, our business at uh, Nighthall and uh, get our things, and we can meet you at the, uh, at the rendezvous point. Perfect. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, if you can if you can make sure that you're back here by uh, eight o'clock sharp tonight at the latest, um, we will then head down to the airship dock together uh, for a departure at nine thirty promptly. And she looks at Mira at this and gives you a nod, Mira. I nod back with a secret on time person nod. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I think before we do any more, that's probably a good point for a break because I've seen that we've just hit uh, one hour. Oh, and 50 the, cl- the clown nearly got me. What's going on? Emmerich, 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 we're going on a we're going on a skyship. Do I get to swing my halberd around? You get to see the sky from above the clouds. Sure, why not? I'll go with it. This is the man who wants to ride a a dragon. I know, yeah, no, no excitement for flying. It's not like a a live anything sort of, you know, sort of tame it, I guess. It's not really a challenge as much as a dragon is. Oh my god. Are you going to be bloody hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon? Except well, you won't be. You'll be Snotlout, the other one, who like bullies the dragon into being his... Like... Well, I'm like... I will, I'm going to treat... He's going to... He's not as, He's not going to treat him like dog shit. But he's, he's well, definitely going to try and be forceful about things. Like, you are my friend now. Okay. Gosh. I am your um... mum. <laughs> well, I think that's a good spot for a, a quick five-minute pee break, seeing as we've um, we've got a little bit over. Normally, we like to sort of time it for an hour and a half on each session, but we've got a little bit over. But that's okay. We'll, we'll that'll that'll be fine. Um, stream. We'll we'll be right back. We'll be back in five minutes. Podcast listeners, this yeah, is be- the end of episode episode thirteen, part one. <laughs> Come join us for part two. Uh, we will be back in five minutes. Don't go anywhere. And if you do, 
bring people back with you. All right, we will see you guys right. soon. Thanks so All much right. for joining Bye. us. Bye, guys. See, see you in a sec.